Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Beyonce sits late, Shantae, you stay, you say that's fishy, well I say he's dishy, we say that's fierce, so sing all my queers, don't go nowhere, just prick up your ears, the word of the gay. Welcome to Word of the Gay, where we aim to dissect common words in the queer lexicon with regard to their history, contemporary usage in the LGBT plus community and in pop culture at large. That's your fabulous host, Lenny, and I'm her fabulous co-host, Brendy. Hey, Brendy. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow the show at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And make sure you send us through some word suggestions. Please do. We love them. Oh, we absolutely do. And speaking of love, I am loving our new studio tonight, oh, Lenny. It's, it's a great temperature. And it's a little bit less intimate. Absolutely. Well, because we're not... before we were so close <laughs> together. Well, we were practically scissoring. Let's not lie. <laughs> Speaking of arts and craft, um, exciting news, Dal. Monday night, yep. I went out, I branched out, I did something new, and I went to a live drawing class. Oh, wow. In the city. Yeah, yeah. That's really was... cool. And for two hours, drew this naked man in the middle of the class. Mm-hmm. It was a hoot. Quite hard. Because yep. I'm Are you an not, artist? Not really, no. Yep. No, I like to paint. But drawing um, bodies and people and whatnot was yep. uh, quite difficult. Yeah. Quite difficult. But why I'm telling you is because I went with the gremlin from our Shade <laughs> episode. <laughs> so he and I ended up bonding oh my over God. my impersonations of Kristen Wiig at yep. a party one night. Anyway, got along like a house on fire. So we ended up going to this um, real life drawing class. Not so much of a gremlin anymore. Aww. <laughs> Well, that doesn't bring us to this week's word, but this week's word is... Lipstick lesbian! Yes! So, people have used the word lipstick to describe a lesbian with greater amounts of feminine gender attributes compared to other gender expressions. Yeah, so lesbians that wear makeup. Thus lipstick. Yep, and wearing dresses and skirts and other general characteristics associated with feminine women. And it sometimes goes a little bit deeper with the term lipstick used to refer to feminine bisexual women or to heterosexual women who temporarily show sexual interest in another woman just to impress men. (gasps) Phonies! <laughs> but the term lipstick is obviously based on a stereotype that lesbians are usually more masculine presenting and that hetero women are more feminine presenting. Yeah, which is clearly not the case for everyone. Exactly. So wearing lipstick never used to be gender specific and in some places lipstick was even applied to masks or statues of gods as a religious totem. 
Yeah, and later, with the development of stricter social norms, classes were increasingly divided and lipstick began to be regarded as a symbol of class. That's right, but there were exceptions. For example, in ancient Greece, people wearing lipstick were generally thought to be sex workers and the church regarded wearing it as taboo. They even called women wearing lipstick the incarnation of Satan, challenging the authority of God. (laughs) That's ridiculous. (laughs) But I'm not surprised because this prejudice against poor old lipstick (laughs) reached its peak in the 18th century when... And the British Parliament actually passed laws to punish women who used lipstick or perfume or other cosmetics because they claimed it tricked men into marriage. <laughs> My God. Which is absolutely absurd. <laughs> but at the beginning of the 20th century, our consumer society was gradually formed and lipstick gradually became a daily necessity for women. The term lipstick lesbian then originated in San Francisco in the 1980s when journalist Priscilla Rhodes, who was with the gay newspaper The Centennial, wrote a feature story called Lesbians for Lipstick. Stick in 1982. And then in a 1997 episode of Ellen, Ellen was asked by her parents whether a certain woman is a dipstick lesbian. <laughs> Ellen explained that the term is actually lipstick lesbian, but she would be a chapstick lesbian. Have you seen the episode? Uh, I pretty much watched that show religiously as really? a preteen. I've never in seen it. The 90- oh, it was excellent. It's okay not to love Ellen. I love Ellen, I swear. <laughs> Um, So there's this thing called lipstick feminism. There is. Which is a branch of third wave feminism that embraces traditional concepts of femininity or more so allows you to be feminine if you choose or if you just naturally are like that. And it also has a strong focus on the sexual power of women. And it also tells you that being sexy doesn't necessarily contradict your feminist ideals. No, not at all. So this is very different to kind of the roots of feminism in some ways. Well, I mean, you had the first wave, which was 100 to 120 years ago which was women's suffragette, which was all about basic fundamental rights. Mm -hmm. But then obviously the second wave was sort of during the 60s and 70s, which was all about burning your bra, very much your social and legal equality. And yeah, and what happened was in the 60s and 70s, feminists really tried to distance themselves from those aspects and expectations of women that they found oppressive. Yes. And that also created some stereotypes around feminists. And then I like to think of lipstick feminism as like a bit of a feminist (laughs) rebrand. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're, I mean, maybe they're not being like that to kind of recruit people or make it acceptable, but it's kind of what has happened. Like there were even some studies done where they, you know, put two people in a room and ask people, which one of these do you think is a feminist? And people were more likely to pick the kind of more done up person. So it oh, really? shows how much that has changed. changed. Although this was one study, because sometimes I still think that there's that same stereotype about lesbians being feminists anyway. But of course they are. <laughs> they should be. Because <laughs> then also part of the third way is also the reclaiming of certain derogatory words. One of the examples is the term slut, which has very much been reclaimed and we see it through the slut walk movement. Yeah, totally. Bitch, I think as well, maybe, has Mm -hmm. kind of been reclaimed. The other thing with lipstick feminism or third wave feminism, maybe generally as well, it's all about choice of the individual. You can commodify sex or your sexuality and also it considered to be empowering that you're making those choices not that you're being exploited which I think is an interesting concept there are some criticisms though also coming from that second wave movement that lipstick feminism is self-deceptive or that it doesn't progress the movement forward because even if it's your choice to you know commodify sex or appeal to men or play into stereotypical image of femininity yes that that perpetuates those stereotypes so lenny would you consider yourself a lipstick lesbian no okay ever once no 
Well, you know, there's a lot of different annoyances, judgments and stereotypes that lipstick lesbians do face. Yeah, well, like, that's just how I might see myself, but I'm sure that I'll be able to relate. Oh, without a doubt. These, yeah. Some of these I can relate to, and I'm not a lesbian, yep. but just a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> just a gay man. Like, some guys assuming you're straight, yep. and then when they find out, they turn around and say, you don't look like a lesbian. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, it doesn't happen that much. People assume you're straight all the time, obviously, but shocked that you're a lesbian or surprised yeah that happens from time to time and it even happened to a friend of mine the other day by another lesbian so there's problems within the lesbian community and the queer community as well right. with yeah. those stereotypes and assumptions no one ever assumes that i am not oh that's good <laughs> well yes yeah. yes i pretty much walk with a rainbow flag above I'd my head i but... love to be yeah red as gay all the time it'd be much easier um have straight girls ever wanted to experiment with you <laughs> no no, me but neither. I, no one wants anything from me. Like, I'm not that person. Hey, you're fabulous. <laughs> not that no one wants anything from me, but, like, I am oh, quite straight lady shy. <laughs> and in that sort of context, people don't really come on to me in, like, a nightclub party context. Right. You know, I've obviously been out with people. And, like, people do like me outside of that, but I'm not really... Someone that people like drawn to in that context, I think. Well, so that's maybe get, why it hasn't happened. We have to get you to a party first and everything I invite <laughs> you to, you fucking decline. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think, you know, it, huh. yeah, it definitely, definitely happens to people, just not me. What about like when you are out? Because yep. a few of my girlfriends have had to face this one when the you know, randoms ask them to kiss their lipstick lesbian girlfriend again because it's like free porn. That is Ew. tacky AF. That's really tacky. No, that hasn't happened to me, but I know people have been asked just to kiss anyone. Yep. Oh, you're a lesbian. Why don't you make out with Foul. that girl? Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, this is, I don't understand for your entertainment. why men are so obsessed with this. I don't know. There was a huge phase, like, when we were in high school. It seems very 90s. It seems early 2000s. Yeah. Britney Madonna, Madonna and the other one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Just any TV show or film clip or whatever. And it was just like, oh, yeah, two girls kissing. It's so raunchy. But it's tattoo. like. But is this actually a genuine fantasy or is it just kind of sold two men as, like, this is hot? And then they kind of think it's, like, the hottest thing ever. And they're so obsessed with it. Like, obviously, it's depicted in pornography and, again, like, in television movies. Like, lipstick lesbians are the most commonly depicted one. Oh, you always see lipstick lesbians or straight women that represent... Yes, exactly. ...something similar to a lipstick lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. Just, again, because it's pleasing for the audience to see. Yeah. Depicting lesbians only in that one way is Mm. damaging. And then also the fact that in pornography and a lot of television and movies as well, it's, like straight women who are acting like lesbians or it's that same lipstick image that you see which then in people's minds that's just what they believe to be true which is I mean it sounds really like a bit basic it's like they saw it on tv and now they think that's true but it's true yeah where's the representation for the butch lesbians yeah usually not in like a certainly not in a couple I feel like the last butch lesbian that I saw on television was in the first wives club when the three ladies go to yeah that's really yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's great and Bette Midler she's cracking on to Goldie Horn and Bette Midler comes up and pretends to be Goldie Horn's partner and she's just like she's leaving with me (laughs) and it's it's like it's a great scene but I'm like I can't remember any other well that actress is actually on Orange's New Black as well I think the reasons are that 
they're showing this one image. Firstly, it's fan service because that's hot. So yes. they're just showing lipstick lesbians making out. It's titillating to the viewer. Also very palatable. Or they're wanting to avoid the butch lesbian stereotype. Then they swing the other way. And also not wanting to present a character that is like intimidating to viewers. So often I feel like a butch character is portrayed alone or with like a femme partner. Most yes. commonly you see two femme women. It's it's changing now. Like in the last two years maybe some broader it's really weird we're living in a crazy time we're moving forward we're moving forward and fast and then there's another annoyance that lipstick lesbians do come across which is being questioned who is the guy in the relationship oh yeah totally like if it's two feminine women or two lipstick lesbians people can't get their head around it or they're now asking you even more questions like it actually doesn't deter people to fuck off and leave you alone like can't we just both Um, be two women in a relationship but it's like gay men when they're asked oh so who's the wife yeah totally it's like such a rejection of traditional gender roles as well so it's like a lot harder to understand but then if you're you know a butch femme couple someone might be like why wouldn't you just be with a man because you know in their eyes a butch lesbian looks like a man which really just means that you can't win being a lesbian either way people are confused or angry and do you ever get asked how the sex thing works i've been asked by some people out of curiosity which i don't think is offensive more just like about positions and stuff like that yeah but they still understand that it's sex but then some people ask being like how can you have sex if there's not a man there because there are other ways there are other ways yeah so, but I've had other weird sexual propositions from people Threesomes? as a sing. Uh, oh no, but there's weird propositions from men being a single lesbian, like telling someone you're a lesbian to get out of having to talk to them more. You know, not talk to them, but just them proposition you even more can just make for a more complicated oh, no. situation because like, you know, they still want to have sex with you. Just like, oh, you haven't met the right man yet. No, Rank. just like we can still have sex just like think- this, and it's like no. no. <laughs> How do you feel, though, like, because another annoyance that some lipstick lesbians and I think just generally lesbians will come across is when a bisexual girl thinks it's okay to date you and a guy at the same time. Oh. I mean, as a gay man, if I was dating a guy who was dating a woman as well, that would kind of pee me off. But what if he was a guy dating two guys? I wouldn't like that either. That would also piss me off. I just couldn't. Piss me off too. (laughs) I'm a singular person. (laughs) I don't think the fact that they were dating a guy would pee me, we're saying pee me off. Piss me off. Piss me off. Piss me off. But I also don't think that I'd want to date someone who's dating someone else. But that's just me. Yeah. Straight girls. proudly monogamous. (laughs) (laughs) And what about lastly? Yeah. What about straight girls that want to experiment? I mean, if they're not, I don't think in itself, but for some people it's attractive, for some people it's not... For some people, it's like a total head fuck because the person may be confused. And for some yes. people, they're experimenting because they're bi or maybe they're even a lesbian. So it doesn't annoy me, but there have been some complicated situations that I've been aware of. But there's complicated situations in all combos dynamics. So yeah, it's not specifically that. But there's probably a bit of a, a stigma with the word experimentation. Yes. When the feelings are involved. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Girlfriend of mine met this girl and they started fooling around for yeah. quite a bit. And I think it was very much this girl just wanted to experiment yeah. because she's got a whole other life out there. Yeah. Once she got what she wanted, it was very much then done. Yeah. Thanks. Close the door. Bye. Yeah. And my friend was just like picking up the pieces. Yes. And yeah. not that she was distraught because she's got her own life, yeah. but she was just like, fucking hell, like. Was it just an experiment for you? Were you just needing to get your rocks off? Yep. Did I actually mean anything? Was it just... Yeah, it can be confusing. Yeah, very so confusing. Definitely very annoying. Approach with caution. <laughs> Hazardous lights. Hazardous. <laughs> <laughs> red cones, red cones everywhere. Maybe some crime scene tape. Yes, definitely. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. But does anyone really identify as a lipstick lesbian, like self-identify? I'm a lipstick lesbian because I couldn't find a definitive answer. Look, these days, not so much. 13 years ago when we mm. were finishing high school, 100%. Yep. Like it was very much, you know, is she butch or is she a lipstick lesbian? Yep. And a lot of the girls who I was friends with back then that did come out because of media. Um, oh, they were huge in the oh late God, 90s, early noughties. Huge, yep. And it was like, I'm a lesbian, but I'm a lipstick lesbian. Yeah, the term I don't hear as much these days, but I mean, you also have other terms like girly girl, chapstick lesbian, doily dyke. I also don't really hear those much anymore, but they're also other ways of describing lipstick lesbians. Yeah, so I just wondered if maybe this was like a label given, or maybe more now it is, like someone will categorise someone as a lipstick lesbian, but in the past it was actually something that people would label themselves. I don't know now if it's like kind of a bit offensive or something because you're just pointing out that someone is really feminine but also a lesbian, so like shock horror. I, I wonder know. if it's kind of similar as like, you know, when we were all coming out, it was very much like, oh, I'm gay, but I'm still mask. As opposed to, you know, still being like, thing. you know what, I'm, I'm gay and I'm fucking camp. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm a lesbian and I'm fucking butch. Like That's it was. true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so I'm gay. I'm yeah. still, I'm still mask. Yeah. Like it's like early on when you were first coming out, it was defining what yeah, you were. You're already having to deal with that and then you're oh like god. oh god i don't want to deal with my gender presentation being different to the norm or yes. be like one of those gays or whatever yep yeah. so i think with time as we were saying it's 2019 we're 30 we don't give a fuck anymore <laughs> yeah and <laughs> the younger generation seem to give their less just more, fucks yeah oh. less fucks as well so over the years when you're on the apps though did you ever see lesbians self-identifying as lipstick I don't think I saw people self-identifying as anything. And I only occasionally saw people referring to whether they were like a top or a bottom or burrs. It's very different in the women's app world, I think. Seems it was classier. It is a bit classier, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I even saw anyone say anything about being butch or femme or looking for femme or butch. Either people are pretending to be or they're actually just a bit more open-minded and right. willing to chat to people and see, you know, find someone attractive, have a chat and see if there's a connection. Ah, grab a coffee, go to a live drawing class and yep. see what happens. <laughs> so I also just came across this fabulous six-point list of how to be a fabulous lipstick yep. lesbian. And I really think it's from around about 2006. Okay, I yep. wish I came across it back in 2006 <laughs> when my dear friend from high school came out to me yep. as a lesbian. So I could have sat down with her and been like, okay, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Makeover time. Um, and it very much said, don't be afraid of makeup. Point one. Point two, wear what you like. Point three, you want a shoe that's both comfortable and feminine. Oh. So a nice maybe kitten heel. 
<laughs> yeah, that's always good. Point four, be honest. That's always a good oh, okay. thing. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like that How's could be that? across anything. That's yes, just don't know how specific to list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> point five was you don't have to prove anything to anyone. And point six, don't feel pressured. I don't know how this. This is all very, that's general but good advice, yeah. In 2019, I'm like, sum it up, just be yourself. Yeah. And one of the most famous lipstick lesbian moments on television, I think we can both agree, was The O.C. 2004, when Misha Barton and that other blonde chick had that kiss. Yeah. The promos for it were like a lead up, if anybody remembers, in Actually, 2004. Actually, I do remember now, yeah. Two months worth of... <laughs> Marissa Cooper kisses a girl <laughs> for six weeks yep. and everyone's just like hanging on the edge of their seat and then the kiss happened and it was fucking shit. <laughs> you didn't even see it. It was like from behind. They're sitting on the bed. It was just awful. But there was such an amazing lead up to the most prudish moment in yep. television. <laughs> so well summarised. Oh, God, and then you've also got one of my favourite movies that I'm hoping gets turned into a musical if it hasn't <gasps> already, Miss Congeniality. That would be a good musical. It would be so good. If they can do it with Legally Blonde, they can do it with Miss Congeniality. Yep. <laughs> but Miss New York is quoted on stage when she's getting dragged off as saying, I just want to let all the lesbians out there know, if I can make it in the top ten, so can you! <laughs> and it Oh, it's so good. Girlfriend. It's so good. Yeah. I don't know if they were just trying to be... Inclusive. Inclusive. Edgy. <laughs> but it's kind of funny. She's in a pageant, so... Yeah. Very Total lipstick. Total lipstick lesbian. And I think it was more like they did it because you wouldn't have picked it. Yes, yeah. It was like a shock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was nice. And there was a film that came out in the noughties called Debs. Not about debutante balls. No. It's kind of a parody of Charlie's Angels. And the plot revolves around a love story between one of the heroes and villains who are both women. But their relationship is kind of hindered by the fact that they're opposing sides and the fact that they're both female and they're both total lipstick lesbians. Ah. So, yeah, a bit of representation there. Other representation is Julie Delpy, who had a small cameo in But I'm a Cheerleader and she's actually credited as lipstick lesbian. Yes, you wouldn't know unless you read the credits. <laughs> haven't even seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you'd like it. Yeah, is it like Bring It On? No, Brendy, it's actually about conversion therapy. Right, yeah. okay. But a it is darker a than I comedy. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mandy Moore in it. Natasha Leone. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I'm back on track. Yeah. And a bit of an obscure reference is model and lesbian Jenny Shimizu, who collaborated with online boutique House of Exposure to create a limited edition lipstick named Helmet Red, which was inspired by Helmet Newton. And in one of the campaign photos, Jenny stands naked holding an oversized lipstick, bringing a whole new meaning to the word lipstick lesbian. And helmet. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, she's the one that dated like Madonna, Sandra Bernhardt, and Angelina Jolie. Angelina oh, yeah. Jolie said she would have married her if she didn't marry Billy Bob. <laughs> she's worked her way through Hollywood. Yeah. I love it. Good <laughs> I mean, her. she's also she's a model, so she's yeah, yeah, yeah. on her own. She's, doing um, her own she's thing. got her own merits, but yeah, she's very beautiful. And from one lipstick lesbian to another, Brendy. <laughs> My lips are always sealed. <laughs> Um, thanks for doing a wonderful show with me. Anytime, Dal. I love it. I love interviewing you. God, next I love being interviewed. interviewed. <laughs> I think that should be the new format for the show. On the couch with Lenny, yeah. featuring Brendy, doing the interviewing oh, every goodness. week, every fucking week. Um, don't forget to follow the show at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you send us words, words, and more words. Always. It's always a hoot with you, Dal. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 